G'day everyone. We'd like to welcome Kylie to the show this week. Kylie was a CrossFit hater until her husband convinced her to give it a try. Five years and two kids later, her relationship with CrossFit has changed dramatically from a stance on nutrition, fitness, pregnancy, and postpartum recovery. Based on her own frustrating experience trying to be a CrossFitter and a mother, she is now on a mission to save the pelvic floor and get the word out that peeing your pants during workouts does not have to be a reality for anyone. Kylie holds an MBA and leverages her professional research background wherever possible. And when Kylie isn't torturing her family or friends, she's bringing her special brand of foul-mouthed honey badgering to corporate America as a business architect. Please enjoy this wide-ranging conversation with Kylie. Oh, you know what I brought? I think I have the wire that, re- that records it right into um, the computer. Right into the computer. I may have thrown that wire into the trash can. <laughs> Look, we're such a seamless operation. This is seamless. You would have never been able to tell by the last week's episode where we had all these wires and cables and headphones and everything looks so professional. Wow. And I'm now worried we have this is going to tip over. A microphone balanced <laughs> on a fucking hashtag. <laughs> Should we get some books to steady this? No. no you no. feel like it's exciting if it falls down? Yeah. All right. I'm a guy. I can't think of two things at once. <laughs> you know, it turns out that no one can actually. They did a study and it's your... It's just that there's people who can switch between tasks faster than other people. There's actually no such thing as well. Tony has like a five minute switch time. Yeah. <laughs> Real slow. It's like an old train, good old train track. Like, we gotta switch the track. Like, okay. We're headed west. Uh, did you did you wad yesterday? I did not. No. I, I will tell you all about my lack of wadding. Okay, so oh, so you haven't been wadding for a little while. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. You did the wad yesterday because we were in the same class. See, I did. Yeah. And you did a no-no. I what, I knocked the chalk bucket over? Well, oh, I didn't, wasn't even thinking about that. You were not to be supposed to be going RX, and you, you faked Katie out. Yeah. Well, I knew that if I had... Not put the if I had put the weight on too early, she would have made a negative comment, made me feel bad about myself. So wait until about you know a minute before we started. Then I snuck the the rest of the weight on, Nothing. did it, and I knew I would beat her. And so then I beat her, and then I took the weight off quick before she was done, so she didn't see. That's really nice of you. Now yeah. she's she's kind of the mother hen, and she she knows that Seth's wrist wrist is hurt. <clears throat> oh, that's why you? she would have been on him. Because she cares about your health yeah. and wellness. Yeah. I, well, I also think that it is partially that as long as I'm injured, she can continue to beat me and do things that I can't do. Mm. So is it like a little bit of Munchausen syndrome where she wants you to be like a continue little injured, a little yeah. sick? Well, she made me cancel my orthopedic appointment last week. So She did? Yeah. Scandal. Is she, would, be, would that be Munchausers by proxy? Yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Although, um, you know, now I, I think... People you, look that up. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be careful now about what I'm learning about what you... What you munch? What you munch. Always what you munch. Be careful. What and you're housing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> For sure. That's a really good point. That is a really good point. And also what you call a parent, I have learned. That what you call... like So if Katie feels like she is Seth's parent, 
then yeah. maybe we can I, I break parent down to its to its two syllables pay rent okay whoever's paying the rent is the parent is the parent okay right that's good that keeps uh, it simple yeah so with respect to the workout by the way I uh You may or may not know. I'm completely uncoachable, and Damien did not get that memo, so he actually coached me yesterday. Oh, how'd that go? Well, the result was actually an improvement. We were doing uh, bar muscle-ups, and he came over, and he he always does the same thing. He kind of looks at what I'm doing, and he kind of has cocks his eye like, why are you doing it that way? Sort of a side eye. But then he he said, uh, said, I wasn't... I wasn't basically closing my hips enough before I popped over. Mm. And so he said that in coach's language, which I could not really translate in the middle of CrossFit brain. Right. But the next time I got up on them, I figured it out. And then I was like zoomed way past. And it made a difference. Yeah. I was like right opposite of Seth. And all of a sudden I was like way back on top. I was just like, were you excited? Oh yeah. And then I was doing them. I was like four rounds ahead at this point. So I was arrested (laughs) a little bit, but point was I was going faster than Seth. Right, right. So that sounds like a really positive experience here at PVCF, which we are not affiliated with. We are not affiliated. Oh, <laughs> well, you do listen to this program. I listen to every episode. I'm a huge fan. All right. In that case, let us get this program started. Okay, great. Here we go. <laughs> you like that, huh? I do. Yeah. I like an official start. It's exciting. Welcome to the No Rep Podcast. This is episode... 26. 20. Oh, my God. Six. We have Kylie Superfan. You you already know that 25 is is in the hopper. I do. And the 24 is the last one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Colette was 24, so there's one in the hopper. I'm 26. Oh, my God. Superfan. We've got (laughs) Superfan and uh, personality extraordinaire Kylie Feldman with us today. Thank you. What an intro. Uh, Here at... uh, at No Rep Podcast coming to you uh, live in recorded fashion, as Seth yeah. likes to say. Yeah. Uh, we are on the east coast of the United States. We in are. Northampton, they don't know that this isn't live. Oh. You just ruined it. Sorry. Uh, this isn't... This is... We're coming to you live. 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 Where are we again? We're in Northampton, Massachusetts. Um, east coast, United States of America. Eastern Standard Time. But daylight savings. Uh, but daylight savings now. Yep. So we've got a couple of general updates before we get before we get going. Did you want to go that route first, or did yeah, you? Should we? Why don't we? Why don't we note that we are a sponsored program? Yes. The, God, the, the, <laughs> the episode is brought to you by our friends at Quiver. Quiver cans of nitro-infused coffee and teas are made with no added ingredients and zero sugar to give you nothing but true flavor and energy. Remember to shake hard and pour fast for a true cold beverage that tastes great and gets you the wad. <laughs> oh, I was nailing it. You were nailing it. I was nailing it. <laughs> Should I get a stack of books? Is that that? I feel like that's an important piece of equipment. <laughs> I don't think I was recording that whole thing. Although it's recorded there. See, you see how it happens. This is really, yeah. This is a, this is a high stakes. But I see some nice stacks of books on the bookcase. Let's get the books. Let's get those, and we'll just. This is a nice prop. I, I honest to God, think that I didn't start the thing over, and thank God we were recording there. On your front. fire. All right, good, Seth. You can totally do that again. But that was good. I was nailing it. You were nailing it. Good pausing at the right place. Oh my god. 
Are you uh, recording or are you not recording? <sighs> Whatever. That looks to be recording, right? I love how you show her like she's ever seen this device before. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> well, she just looks so much more yes, professional yeah. and smart than you. Let me be honest. Isn't the Walmart sweatpants? <laughs> You're wearing a fucking Irish tuxedo t-shirt. It's so good. Yeah. This is my uh, St. Patrick's Day shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So- once again, we've, we've probably lost six minutes of the recording that we're going to have to <laughs> get through. Re-record again. Uh, okay. Wait. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Quiver. Quiver cans of nitro-infused coffee and teas are made with no added ingredients and zero sugar to give you nothing but true flavor and energy. Remember to shake hard and pour fast for a true cold beverage that tastes great and gets you through the wad. Visit Drink Quiver, that's Q-U-I-V-R dot com, or pick one up where quality beverages are sold. Yes! And I just got a delicious one from River Valley Market. Oh. Ah, don't cut yourself. I just put my thumb in your beverage. It's That's great. It's clean, though. Yes. Yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, you've got I two little kids I have two little kids. I wash my hands a lot. Perfectly clean. <laughs> so we do actually really like these. These are great. They are yummy. They're oh, drinking them. so yeah. good. I'm yeah. enjoying the black tea today. I got this at River Valley Market here in Northampton. And one of the things I like adding to it is a little bit of stevia and heavy cream. And it mm. is delicious. Thus keeping it keto. Thus keeping it keto, which is which is what I'm doing right now nutritionally. So that's right. helpful. And we might hit that in the podcast, although we've talked about keto so much that people want to, like, kill themselves. Yeah. A couple of things, I think, a couple of um, alternative facts that maybe have been said on the show about mm-hmm. keto that I'll just clear up real quick. Is this fake news? <laughs> Wait. Well, let me, let me kind of lay out. The, let, let's frame this up first a little bit. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. Fake oh, news. Sometimes you, sometimes you just you have to rein in the guests, and this is clearly one that we, we're not sure whether we're going unre- to rein in or unleash, but... <laughs> um, a few updates. We we now are putting up show notes. Oh, great! Yeah. I've noticed that on the website on on the you on found my app. the website. I did. Holy crap! Why don't you plug the website? Yeah, the, 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 the website right now is actually No Rep X Fit, but we're changing it to No Rep Podcast. But nice. right now, it's it's. I'm, we're in the process of porting in the right URL. Okay. So that we don't get sued. Yes. But we're it's going to be uh, no rep podcast. But for right now it's no rep X fit. N O R E P X F I T dot com. And uh, you can see all the little uh, the pictures for each episode and then we're starting to do show notes with mm-hmm. exciting links to different information that comes on the program. Death, I think um, one of my questions for you actually, I brought some listener <laughs> questions. See that you have a list of things I have a list of down, questions. Which is always wild. Can we disturbing. just let's, let's stay on tri- let's stay on okay. point here. Now, God Christ, now I've got two people I've got to corral. Yeah. So when I listen, so I tend to listen to the podcast streaming on my computer because I'm home and I'm puttering around and I'm listening to it. And I listen right from anchor.fm because okay. that's easiest. And that has photos and the show notes up. Little intro about who everybody is. Quick little blurb. It's really helpful. I've listened to every episode, but not in order. So the little show notes help me keep track of what I've listened to, what okay. I haven't. Let's let's get clear then. We're, we're, we have a slight difference in definitions of show notes. That's oh. the show summary. Oh, okay. You're talking show blurb. We now have show notes so that if Kylie Feldman mentioned, say, for example, Munchausers by proxy, Mm -hmm. the person doing the show notes will probably have 
Munchausen by proxy, and you can click on it, and it'll take you to, for example, Wikipedia and explain what that is. Okay, so intern who's going to do that, it's Munchausen Syndrome, Mm -hmm. and made most famous, I think, by Eminem in his Mm -hmm. early 2000 albums. Yeah, well, clearly. Yeah. Well, we use a lot of highbrow words in here that people (laughs) might not know, so we need to make sure that people know what we're talking about. Okay. Um, uh, yes, so I stand corrected. There are no show notes. It's the show summary I'm seeing is what, is what you're saying. All right. Okay. So in any event, so, so, uh, so we've got show notes as, as one update. Uh, we have, are there other updates? Uh, let's just say that's the only update so we can kind of get going. Uh, and we've got Kylie on the program who now you guys all know everything about. Uh, <laughs> but we've got a lot of things to talk about. We've got pelvic floor issues. We've got mommy issues, body comp and childbearing issues. Uh, we've got uh, the effect of, of all of these things on fitness. We're going to talk about so many things today. I mean, we had a large listener base of, <laughs> you know, mothers and women who've given birth. Do so you? I feel like that this is going to be a big hit. All right. That's... Our bread and butter. Okay, well, yeah. I'm really... Stay-at-home moms and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited because I am on a campaign to save the pelvic floor. Oh, thank God. Yep, Somebody's save the pelvic floor. Somebody's finally taking up cause. Yeah. yeah, and I listened to Colette's amazing episode where she talked about peeing a little bit when yeah. jumping rope and other such incidents with pee that happen in the gym. And... Ugh. That is not acceptable. That the human body, whether it's a male body or a female body, is not made to pee except when you want to. Even when you get pretty old and... Like as old as I am? Like older than you. Like into your 90s. People get older than Tony? People get older than Tony. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So I have been on a crusade because I think there's a lot of things that we accept about pelvic floor health and particularly in CrossFit that aren't true. Like dudes who have hemorrhoids and are doing CrossFit, that's a pelvic floor issue. Really? Yes. Yes. Okay, now you're now you hitting Do home. I have your attention? Now you're hitting home. <laughs> Seth is sitting on a donut pillow for yeah, those of you who yeah. cannot see him. <laughs> a few things, by the way. I just want to tell a quick pelvic floor story. Okay. The peeing story is that we uh, Pioneer Valley CrossFit has a soccer team, and their first game was last night. And I'm not sure. I'll have to ask Emily if I can tell the story. But Emily, at one point, had to call out to, to get out and uh, off the game. And she's like, I have to get off. I have to pee. I have to pee. And then later when we were all talking over by the bench, she said, "When and by the way, when I say I have to pee, it means I'm peeing. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, Emily has had three very large children. Mm. I think they were all nine or ten pounders. She is a badass midwife. Um, but yeah, that's... that's um, Which is to say she practices midwifery. Midwifery. Yeah. She also said she del- helped deliver a baby in under 45 minutes the other day because we did a 45-minute workout. And she goes, I delivered a baby quicker than this workout was. I had my second baby in 45 minutes on my kitchen floor. <laughs> Tell us how that <laughs> happened. Oh, boy. We're just going. <laughs> We're just right, going to go right with What's shocking is that the baby was both conceived and delivered in the same place. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's true. <laughs> Um, so I had a very long first labor with my daughter Zoe. And so I assumed that my second labor would be 
some amount of time. Um, and I woke up in the middle of the night and was sort of walking around like, all right, I think something's happening. And then I was like, holy shit, something is fucking happening. And I started to kind of lose my cool. And my husband, Makunda, it was just like, no, you got this. It's fine. But I noticed that he was like gathering towels and like bath mats and all manner of things. Classic sheeting. Was, yeah. was he boiling water? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically. And um, I was convinced that we were going um, to the birth center as planned. And I got downstairs to our kitchen island and put my paperwork on the kitchen island and was like, I have to push. It was like out of a movie. And Makunda was like, okay, okay. Like you're, and it's just the two of us. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and then very fortunately, the woman we'd hired to be our doula was also a home birth midwife. And she showed up and five minutes later, four pushes, I had Arden. Right. Great. And now it's time for vocabulary. What's a doula? A doula is a non-medical birth support person. So they do things like help you make decisions real time if you're in the process of laboring and someone says, hey, it's not going well. Do you want to consider medication? A doula would kind of help you navigate that. If you have wishes about how you want your birth to go, I want to eat. I want to be able to drink. I want to you know, take these kinds of breaks. I want massages. I don't want massages. Well, who doesn't want a massage? Well, actually, or I... Or a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on the sandwich. I like it. I need to hire me a doula. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Makunda... Yeah, you just have to get pregnant. Right, right. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, Makunda had this great idea, which was a daddy doula service, which is a dude who'd come in with, like, a rolling cooler of beer yeah. and, like, rub your shoulders as the dad and be like, you're yeah. doing great, man. Talk sports to you. Yeah, totally. Tell you what's happening with the game because it's not really cool to, like, watch the game while mm-hmm. you're partner is in labor that's not a bad idea i could could be that job you totally could i'm nowhere near the actual birth you know what what freaks you out that it's you think it's gross fluid what what's the what's women women oh yeah yeah yeah. okay that makes i can't do anything about that but yeah tony's face (laughs) all right so so you have the two you have two kids two kids you have one on the kitchen floor one in a birth so that must do some irreparable damage to your <laughs> pelvic floor. You know what? Right? It's really funny. That is what people would think. Mm-hmm. But the truth is that, like, Mother Nature is not an asshole. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes <laughs> she's an asshole and we deserve it. I gotta tell you, I'm sure I am bald. Mother Nature's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You have a gorgeous girlfriend. You're a lawyer. I don't know how successful. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. <laughs> he doesn't either. But- <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you, that's not true. You're, you're strong, you're fit, you're that's healthy. Kind of talk me up. All right. You, and you have a strong pelvic floor. And yeah. you probably have a strong yeah. pelvic floor. Uh, no, I have some questions no, for I'm you. I'm better when I'm too. grumpy. Leave me alone. All right. Be grumpy. So here's the thing. Yes. Your body goes through a tremendous amount when you carry and then birth a baby, whether you birth your baby vaginally or C-section. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shitload on the body. Mm-hmm. That said, like the body is made to heal from that. And I think one of the big misconceptions we have is about what that healing process should look like, how long it should take, and which activities support healing the pelvic floor and which don't. I got a great idea. Okay. Let's try to tie this. I know this is a crazy idea. Let's try to try to tie this to CrossFit. I'm going to right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Here we go. Here we so go. So when I started CrossFit probably five years ago, I was a very reluctant CrossFitter. I was like, I don't need people fucking cheering for me. I am all set. 
I used to fake my way through some of the wads because I didn't want to finish last and have people cheer for me. Oh, I do that all the time. And I didn't want yeah. to finish first. So I would like, I would like game it a little bit to mm. be, to like end somewhere in toward the end of the middle. Yeah. Um, cause I just didn't like the attention and it was, but I love cheering for other people. I just don't feel loved by cheering. Mm. It's too much attention. Mm-hmm. So I... Yeah, you sound like an introvert. I am a... Yeah, I am a crippling extrovert, but I don't like... Um, I think there's something... You want it on your terms. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you know when you're working out and you're huh. really doing your best and it's and you're exhausted, it's kind of vulnerable. Like, the end of a wad that's kicking your ass is a vulnerable time, and I don't need people to witness me in that never state. occurred to me that it was a vulnerable time. Yeah, it for me it is. I'm, like, trying to breathe. I'm trying to keep going. I'm... You know, I have my own narrative. Like it is. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it is a time of crisis. It, I don't. I don't equate cr- uh, it feeling like a, cr- a personal health crisis with it being with myself being vulnerable. When you say vulnerable, I think vulnerable to other people. Yes. Like somebody's going to come over and punch me in the noggin. Like at that point, I might be like happy about that because I'll be knocked back. <laughs> but well, I think that your fuse gets shorter and shorter <laughs> the longer the workout goes. So you you actually might be. Vulnerable, emotionally yeah. vulnerable. I am emotionally vulnerable and physically vulnerable. I feel like when I'm at the end of a wad and I'm exhausted, I am struggling with the inner narrative about how to keep going and why yeah. I'm here. And another one with an inner narrative. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone has one, as no, we've learned from the show. Except me has one. <clears throat> well, I think that's something you should examine. All right. <laughs> you and a number of serial killers. About me, you. <laughs> Now, how does CrossFit help the pelvic floor? Did okay. we ever get back to that? Yeah, so basically when you're doing CrossFit, I think CrossFit is one of the best ways to train for for pregnancy and labor. And I think that one of the reasons that I had really successful, healthy, non-scary labors is because I was CrossFit. I was a CrossFit athlete Whoa. throughout. I really do. I really believe that. CrossFit taught me how to rest between activities, which happens during contractions. You get these rests. And I was able to literally sleep for 90 seconds between um, between contractions, which helped me. I learned how to fuel my body during a workout. I mean, our workouts here aren't really long enough to need fuel. But certainly, if you come into the gym hungry and thirsty, you might need, you might need to fuel yourself so you don't bonk. Um, and so CrossFit you did like a Tabata t- like t- childbearing. Yeah, totally, totally. Mm. So now this is where Greg Glassman is launching his <laughs> partnership with every doula in the country yeah, to yeah. <laughs> make sure that you're all enrolled in yeah, CrossFit. Yeah, totally. Finally, we understand what functional fitness means. Right? Yes, but here's my knock on the CrossFit community. Right, and I would only say this because we're with CrossFit family. If anyone else said this outside the CrossFit community, I'd punch them in the face. But... We have kind of failed, I think, reco- recovering mothers and, and women coming back from a pelvic floor um, incident. Uh, and I don't mean that in a negative connotation, but we have failed. We have failed women bringing them back after childbirth in particular. And that is because when you give birth, your pelvic floor and your abs and your core have this very wide open gesture if you were to take a you know, some sort of drawing or image of it. Mm-hmm. And what you want to do is support the closure and the re-knitting um, and tightening down and lacing up of all of those muscles and ligaments and all of that. If you're a mother who's breastfeeding, your body is full of a thing called relaxin, which means all of your ligaments are loose, and that is to let your baby pass through your pelvis, ideally. 
So you're. I love that they call it relaxing. Yeah, yeah. and it yeah. is what it, it really yeah. does. But they were gonna call it chilling. Right? Yeah, but they're like, no, let's make it they're a like, little more. They're like relaxing. It shows cool. your body makes its own Xanaflex. That's totally. Awesome. Yes, <laughs> but it means you're like a little loosey goosey in your joints and in your muscles. And so coming into CrossFit and doing high impact box jumps, jump ropes, things like that, lifting weights, squatting is not conducive to you letting your body heal. Mm-hmm. And so that. That is a thing that no U.S. culture seems to be able to deal with. We we expect women to get up from childbirth and be thin and hot and strong and carrying their own babies in their car seat and whatever, and really it's too much. And so what happens is the pelvic floor is not allowed to heal properly, and then you get things like peeing when you jump rope and you talk to other women kind of quietly and say like, Hey, is it normal to pee? And they're like, well, yeah, I mean, everyone I know pees. And so that must be how it is, but it's not, it's actually not. And there's no reason why somebody can't heal their pelvic floor or support their pelvic floor um, to avoid things like hemorrhoids, peeing and any kind of incontinence during activity. Question for you. Yeah. If, someone were interested in what to do to close her or heal her pelvic floor is there a like a website i can put in the show notes yeah there's actually two really amazing resources Mm. one is a woman named dr hollis dr holly herman out of cambridge she's a great website and i can email you cambridge england or cambridge cambridge boston and then actually right behind the old crossfit gym in hadley is an amazing woman named patricia dr patricia young with restore pt and she is a pelvic floor specialist and I saw her for, yeah, I, I mean, I, I've seen her on and off for two years, and she's phenomenal. And I'll put some other, there's some other, like, exercises and stuff people can do. So this is real information here. <laughs> it's it's a link lost. to real information. I'm lost here. It's a link. Yeah. Let's, be, let's get clear. It's a link to real information. Okay. <laughs> it's not real information. No, the real information is you don't need to piss yourself while you're doing any activities. I don't care how many kids you've had. Mm-hmm. And if you're a dude and you are and you're having incontinence or you're having hemorrhoids, which is usually how that presents for CrossFit guys that don't have a strong pelvic floor, you don't need to keep living that way. If you want to, go but ahead. Please remember, you always can. You always can, and if right. and if it's working for you, right. yeah. go ahead. I don't think hemorrhoids is working for anyone. Yeah, I agree, and I also don't Except think for preparation H, they seem to yeah. do well with it. Yeah. yeah, it's good under eye cream too. Is it, it now? Is. Uh, not not to segue so so blatantly, but, but let's, to segue, let's segue. So, what crossfitting while pregnant? Yeah, quick tips. Yeah, um, don't don't let people hate on you for doing it. Um, so there are non-CrossFit members, family, whatever, even people in the medical community who um, are are not into it and have a lot of fear around CrossFitting. Right. I can't go for that. Right, exactly. So I think um, learning about your pelvic floor and how to support your pelvic floor during pregnancy while CrossFitting is a really good idea. So there's going to be things that you're not going to do like I don't recommend squatting under load. Um, I don't recommend inversions, particularly in the first trimester. Um, Is that for pukey issues? Actually, it's for blood circulation issues. So when you're very um, early on pregnant, your body starts to almost double its 
It increased its, its um, blood volume by like 50%. Well, that's cheating. It that's is cheating. Blood yeah, <laughs> it is. And it's fucking amazing. Like crossfitting when you're pregnant feels so good. Like, huh. yeah. And and crossfitting right after you have a baby feels pretty good. Because you still too. have the extra blood. You have so much blood. You're taking all these amazing prenatal vitamins, hopefully. You're like the healthiest you've ever been. And yes, you don't have as much cardiovascular um, strength and endurance, but you feel like a million fucking dollars. Like your endurance is insane. Well, you have more oxygen. Yeah. Cheater. Yeah. So like I did Chuck Norris both times I was pregnant Mm -hmm. and like loved it, like crushed it. And I, I had to modify. I didn't do the run. I did the assault bike. Mm. Um, and I did Chuck Norris. Yeah, uh, sorry, um, Murph, Murph. Oh, Murph. Sorry, Murph, yeah. So when Serena Williams won the Australian Open when she was pregnant, yeah. it was really because she was cheating. Yeah, totally. Not it because she's the best athlete in the world, but because <laughs> she had a baby in extra blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. No, okay. she was also supporting and building an entire human being, so I think she should get extra props for Let's that. focus on her, <laughs> on the blood on her cheating. cheating. Okay. No, I love her. She's a, she's a badass. So when I'm around someone who's pregnant, yeah. it makes me very nervous because how <laughs> I picture a baby inside a belly yeah. is that if you had a very thin and fragile wine glass oh. that was wrapped in bubble wrap uh-huh. and like, yes, it's there and it's safe, but if you push on it too hard, it's going to break oh. or if you jiggle around too much, it's right. going to crack. And that's how I know that is irrational. But that's how I've always thought of it, and it makes me very nervous. And I have seen pregnant women who, like, will build uh, a stack of plates with a hole in the middle so that they can do, like, burpees and their belly won't touch the ground. Yeah. And it just terrifies me to death. Yeah. And I feel like at any moment... When they're doing air squats, like the baby's just gonna come out. Like, Wouldn't that be nice? Like a hand is just gonna pop out, and it's just gonna yeah. <laughs> and, like and I know it's around. not it's irrational, but that's how I feel, and it yeah. makes me nervous. Yeah, I think that that's how a lot of people feel. Yeah. Um, I, I think the good news is that you know that that's not sounds like rationally you know that's not gonna happen, but emotionally it's a very real fear. But I feel like if I. Don't fear that, that it will happen around right. me. And then it'll scar me for the rest that of the That sounds like OCD. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> we, this is not the program where we're going to get through some of Seth's issues. We've been, me and a couple of psychologists and psychiatrists have <laughs> been working on these problems for years and years. Yeah. And we have made no headway. Yeah, so okay. I don't think in the well, 40 he, minutes we have here is going to Here's what I'll say about, about you know, the, the amniotic fluid that you're that, that a baby floats in, there's a tremendous amount of volume in it. So if you picture taking a very sturdy um, rubber ball, filling it with water, and then suspending a, you know, avocado in the middle, if you wanted to bruise that avocado, it would be pretty hard, right? You, it's, it's encased in water. You'd have to hit on it quite a bit. Um, I think it would be challenging. As the baby gets bigger, yeah, you know, there's potential risk, but I think the thing that's crazy about, about pregnancy and childbirth and all of that is that biologically, like we're made to survive. We're made to support that living being while we're pregnant and we're made to birth safely. And like, that's, that is the natural order of things is that, you know, babies, babies live and moms live. It doesn't always happen. Of course, there's horrific tragedies, but but the odds are in the favor of healthy mama, healthy baby. Right. And you think about women carrying children through war and all kinds of stuff. It's like a 45-minute wad 
where a woman is listening to her body, and if she starts to pass out, she sits down. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think we're good. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. All right. So now, two kids. Uh, you're. I think you're a professional, right? You work outside <laughs> the home. I do. And uh, and and you're still well. You 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 haven't been crossfitting right now. I right. guess not too many wads, but generally speaking, uh, what how did, how does anyone manage something like that? Yeah, I mean, I think it really helps if you have a ro- a rock star partner. I have a rock star partner, and okay. that makes a huge difference. I think also it is a thing claiming time for your fitness. I mean, you guys are busy too. It's a it's you're not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild generalization. <laughs> okay, but you prioritize your workout. You didn't. You weren't always a crossfitter. I think we started probably about the same time. Yeah, probably. And, and you figured out how to fit it into your schedule and Tony you figure out how to fit it into your schedule and I again I'm going to come back to some questions about your schedule I'm really so, concerned relax <laughs> relax does that how yeah, are relax. you how, how are you managing it you're we're talking about you yeah so I um <laughs> so I think that the the trick for me is uh is sort of threefold I depend on my partner extensively I ask for a lot of help from a lot of people. Can you watch my kids? Can you can you come with me on this walk or this run or this thing I'm going to go do with my kids? Um, I've learned a lot from military wives on YouTube who use their children like weights and do their workouts huh. um, with their kids. Yeah, because like military wives often on a base, husband's gone or partner's gone, and they are home with like four kids under the age of five. And they figure out how to how to do it. So YouTube University was squatting great. children, squatting children, lifting children, kettlebell swings with your with, with children. Your child. Yep, mm-hmm. my daughter Arden loves that. She By the hair, loves it. Yeah. <laughs> she loves a kettlebell swing. Mm-hmm. Um, she thinks it's funny. She do like what is it called? Kugels. Kegels and kettlebells. Kegels. Kegels and kettlebells. Yes. Always Kegel. Always be Kegeling. ABK. I'm Kegeling right now. Good. (laughs) I'm so glad. Me too. This hemorrhoid talk has really gotten in my head. I know. I'm going to send you some resources (laughs) off there. Seth has got the lower pucker right now. Yeah. Well, and it's something that, you know, it's something that people can cycle in and out of. You can, you can be healed from those. Mm Were we? we were talking about how you make it work to go to CrossFit. Uh, so, yeah. so I think you rely on a lot of other people and you just have to insist. And one of the things that everybody says that's super cliche is that like, if you want to be a good parent, you have to take care of yourself, right? It's that idea of like oxygen mask on me before mm-hmm. I assist others. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be an asshole parent to my kids. And so for me not to be an asshole means me getting away from them and moving my body and sweating and, and having, um, some time to myself and sometimes that's crossfit and sometimes it's not so right now i'm not doing a lot of crossfitting um and i'm focusing more on body weight movements um to support pelvic floor recovery and diastasis recti which is the separation of the abs very common when you have a baby um because sometimes that can require surgery right yes yes absolutely as can your pelvic floor but it turns out that there's a ton of physical therapy you can do before you need to consider surgery and, and unfortunately, that's not often, people don't often know that and they're not often told that. Let me just, uh, with respect, getting back to kind of getting across and doing your thing, I, I can imagine someone out there thinking who has a ridiculously busy life, 
Yeah. Uh, like the one you're describing, saying, yeah, that's all well and good, but, like, I can't sleep at night. Right. Or, I, you know, you're, I'm sure you're dealing with fatigue issues, with lack of sleep issues, with things like that. How does that play into, you know, how the heck you get it done? Yeah. Well, I think that, I think hormonally, um, especially if you're not sleeping, it's really important to get your heart rate up for, like, at least 20 minutes a day. Because because that lack of sleep and the sort of insanity that goes with it is is really unhealthy and super detrimental, as everyone knows. So even if that looks like you doing a Tabata wad, you know, after the the kids taking their forty five minute nap, they're going to wake up in twenty minutes and they need to nurse or whatever. Like mm-hmm. just saying, like, yeah, I'm going to go do this thing in my basement or on the floor of my living room or whatever, and just get my heart rate up and get sweating. I find actually puts fuel in the tank. And I know that's counterintuitive. Like how could moving your body give you more energy? But it absolutely does. Mm-hmm. And on days when I don't do that, I feel it. And it's and it it was CrossFit that taught me that because I never understood. I mean, I'm married to somebody who can like do a 17 mile run with no training at altitude when we're in Colorado. Like he can just go out and run. And he's, he says things like I have an exercise today. I don't feel good. And I was like, Oh, fuck you. Like, what does that even mean? All that. And he's handsome. And he's so handsome. And he's funny. So funny. Hysterical. And he's really fucking smart. And he doesn't, but his shirts don't fit that well. His shirt. I feel like that's on me guys. I'm like having a, I'm like starting to feel a little shame. Are you are you uh, washing his flannel shirts in hot water so they shrink so they become <laughs> belly shirts? It's the equivalent of like you know in some cultures like if a baby's born perfect they'll give him a little cut. Yes. They'll give him a scar. Yes. Something yeah. to get out of perfection. Yeah, it's true. It's a you little. Know, yeah, because we knock him ex- out of out of that kind of. And he bakes. Right? And he bakes. Oh my god. He bakes. He's an amazing cook. He cooks all our meals and does like pretty much all our grocery shopping and yeah. He's he's the best. Wow, he's he strikes me as an introvert. He is an introvert. Mm. He is an introvert who has to play an extrovert in his life. And he plays one on TV. He plays one on TV. It's exhausting for him. Yeah, I've never understood that. But yeah, we don't. <laughs> we so digress, yeah, digress. last piece on that, Makunda. If yeah. you can marry him and you get the chance, do it. Yeah, he's yeah. the best. Yeah, try to marry a saint. That's yeah. really helpful. So that's the easiest pregnancy tip. Yeah. CrossFit tip. <laughs> Just marry someone who will do everything yeah. and you don't have to worry about it and yeah. you can work out. So so it just in, in terms of moving things right along, we know that you've got questions and we've got questions. I might suggest this. The next thing that we do is why don't we do we'll rapid fire to you and then you can rapid fire to us. Score. Yeah. All I'm right. In. And I'm then in. we've got one more thing after that and then we're going to probably go swat for and we'll be leaving. All right. Uh, I'm in. Rapid fire. Okay. Okay. Why do you keep CrossFitting? God, um, I love the way that it makes my body feel capable and functional. And I love that it's um, a super fast way to get in a great workout and um, and be social. Um, and I, yeah. What is your favorite either piece of CrossFit clothing or equipment? Mm. My favorite piece, um, I really love um, my Innovate shoes. I'm like a huge fan of Innovate shoes. Okay. Love those. Um, and I think from a, from an equipment standpoint, I really like um, I like bands. I think bands are an awesome mobilizing tool. Interesting. 
Uh, I, see, that's one that he doesn't really come up much. Mm-hmm. Seth is a big band guy. My favorite piece of CrossFit equipment is ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> Vitamin I. Right. Yeah. No, me Seth, too. why do you keep CrossFitting? Why do I keep CrossFitting? Rapid fire for Seth. Yeah. Because um, I have little else to do. <laughs> Seth, what do you do for a living? Wait, your rapid fire's next. Our rapid fire's now. But your rapid fire's... Just quick, quick, wait, quick wait, digression. <laughs> okay, next, next rapid fire question for Kylie. Okay. True or false? Seth should totally be a dad. True. Oh. So true. I have three dogs. Are you? Do we know you're not a dad? <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, I, no, we don't. We know don't. That, know. Okay, you're not an active dad. Right. You're, okay. All right. Got it. All right. You Seth, should be an active rapid dad. Rapid fire. Should Seth be a? Is true or false? Seth should be a dad. He already has. Three dogs. He's a dog dad. All right, dog dad. Wait, Tony, Next we have question. to rapid fire question you. What? No, you rapid fire. Should these? Tony be a dad? Yeah, should Tony be a dad? <laughs> no. no. What's your favorite piece of CrossFit equipment? Uh, other human beings. Really? They motivate me. I'm so extroverted that if I I can't work out by myself. Right. You know, I need props. Yeah. Excuse me, I just equated human beings with props. No, but do you mean, but I'm thinking what you mean there, what I like translate that to is that the momentum of a class like makes, you're like, I can't stop because they'll see me stopping. Right. And I got to, okay. Right. Uh, Next question. Is CrossFit a cult? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Seth? Um, No. Mm. We have but I also don't think CrossFit is a sport. So okay, well we're on a cult right now. Yeah. It's not a cult. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, I was raised in a cult, and I think CrossFit is a cult with with uh, not as much negative connotation as one might assign. Okay. So you say you were raised in a cult, and yeah. you mean you were at, just so people know. <laughs> actually, were raised. Yeah. In a cult. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Just so the listeners. As was know. my husband. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, if I, I'm not sure how we're defining cult, we don't have to. But okay. <laughs> the answer was yes. Yeah. I say yes. Seth says no. A, a person who was raised in a cult thinks it's a cult before it's a cult. <laughs> okay. Next I changed my answer. <laughs> Last question. Yeah. Uh, we've kind of covered this, but advice for a beginner or or a um, a pregnant woman crossfitting. Just the best piece of advice. Just go in and and do what feels like the best thing for you on that given day at that given time and don't worry about anything else just show up okay just show up just show up alright Seth best advice for a woman for a pregnant woman <laughs> um, stay an arm's length away from me because I don't <laughs> touch that baby in his belly because it makes me nervous <laughs> uh Rapid fire, your turn. Tony, um, we want to know what we missed in the lost eight minutes of Katie's second interview. (laughs) What what did we miss? Because I feel like there was gold in in there. What was the the lost eight minutes? (laughs) When you say, okay, so let's circle back. When you say the lost eight minutes, we have a lost eight minutes of... Everything yeah. of most yeah. everything that we've ever recorded. Shit. So it's like it's tough to circle back. Okay. No, we well that was we were we had done the um, we had gone up to to Jack's and done we were talking about that. We got to hear about her having bourbon up there, but we right. didn't get to hear before that like how you guys kicked off. And and I think you guys probably bridged to her first episode, and we didn't get to hear the bridge for like why Katie's back and what we're gonna cover. Hmm. All right. Why was she back? 
I mean, I think having a two-time Olympian is great for ratings. I'll just say that. Yeah. I think that's super yeah. important. Yeah. She's a really good guest. And also, oh. her brain works in a really cool way. That's why we had her back. And we had her back also to kind of this idea of, like, within a wad, what are you thinking and why are you thinking? It yeah. It was sort of, like, how you... Because when she, when when she was on the first time, I was blown away. Seth, we were like, what, what yeah. just happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because... And if you notice... It, even in her second example, my favorite part of that, or my, the part that like tells me like why she's just the way she is, is that I tried really hard to get her to say what she either doesn't like doing, right. or tries to avoid doing, or feels bad. She won't no. do it. And you know what else was mind blowing was that she gets nervous on her way driving here to do a workout, like. When you asked her about, like, what was it like getting ready for the Olympics versus what is it like coming to CrossFit? Same thing. That she takes those just as seriously. Same thing, yeah. And that, her, and that her nervousness and energy is about equal blew my mind. I mean... Were you nervous coming to this podcast? I was not. Okay. Some people do. <laughs> but I was very excited, and I campaigned hard to get on the podcast. I twisted the producer's arm, and I was like, you have to have me. Yeah, that was tough. You have to have me. I know. He owes me a couple of things, so, yeah. Yeah, He owes you a brother. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got a lot of money in the bank with him. That's What else you got? All right. Seth, um, your questions are interesting and funny, but you don't always ask very many questions, and you don't always say a lot during interviews. Why is that? Because there's not a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest. Uh, I think I don't know why don't I ask a lot of questions Tony always comes in with a lot of stuff written down the days that I do have stuff written down yeah um, I forget to ask (laughs) and I'm like super easily distracted (laughs) okay and uh, sometimes the things I have to say just don't fit in with the conversation so you say it and then it gets edited out is that what you're saying (laughs) well I don't want to. I, I don't want the real answer. I don't want to say that. But mm-hmm. he, he the, tr- the truth is, we both probably say about fifty fifty. Okay. And ask about the same amount of questions. I just delete his. Yeah. I just edit most of them. <laughs> yeah. Out. Tony, what? the fans want to hear from Seth more. You got to balance it. I agree. On the latest episode that's coming out, I think I asked a, a lot of questions, mostly okay. because. Um, we had been doing a little drinking before that. Oh, good. A little yeah, liquid Yeah, the answer courage. is more drinking and okay. Seth will do more talking. Okay. I also liked how in the last aired episode, there was a bio for the guest. Ash did a little yeah, bio on Colette. Did. That was that's really... That's going to be a new... That's an update. That's yeah, re- that's an update. That's really exciting because it set the stage nicely. I'm excited. Yours when does, is done. I'm so glad. I hope it's good. I hope we didn't fuck yeah. it up. Yeah, no. We, no. <laughs> when does fuck things up. When does episode... <laughs> When does episode 25 hit? <laughs> wait, wait. I, this is good. This is good. I, I, a couple of things. We're, we got to get to Seth. We got to get, get back to Ash, but on, on, the, on the Seth thing, by the way, and I have an answer to the question of why he doesn't ask as many questions. Is just, It's my fucking fault, obviously. Uh, I have a tendency to feel like I need to make sure that the show moves along, and I've kind of assumed the role in my mind of the play-by-play personality. Okay. And I feel like in my mind, I've kind of assigned to Seth the the per, the, the color commentary okay. personality. Okay. And He's the dad of the program. <laughs> and you're the little brother he right. never wanted. That's right. how I feel about Ash. Ash is a little brother I never wanted. Right, there you go. So, and, and I, 
I, I feel myself fighting against that and wanting to say, like, you know, set, like run with it. In the, in the last program with Davey, who is the, the one that's going to air next, oh, cool. uh, Seth definitely asks a lot more questions, and I step back a lot more. Nice. Um, so I also will get lost in this spiral of just, like, <laughs> I'll just keep going and going for, like, an hour on the same... Okay, let me move on. Tony, okay? <laughs> we're concerned about your personal finances. And <laughs> so so is he, due yeah. to your lack of caseload, do we need to start plugging your practice? Oh. And what kind of law do you practice? And is it okay that you don't have cases? The listeners are worried. Well, he would think it's okay he doesn't have cases. His girlfriend probably doesn't <laughs> think it's okay. <laughs> what is your? How does your landlord feel about My landlord's one of my best friends. Okay. But how, so how do they feel? Uh, he's aware that one of these months he may not get paid. Okay. Do you want to plug your law practice? No. You don't? No. You don't want cases? This is his full-time job now. Okay. Uh, why are we talking about me? Because she wrote the questions out. These are my okay, questions. Okay, I'll, I'll answer the question. Okay. The kind of law that I do is uh, I do long-term disability claims litigation. I represent plaintiffs who are people who work for an employer who become disabled mm-hmm. and who have long-term disability insurance through their employer. Mm-hmm. Because it's through their employer, it is unless exempt, uh, almost it is almost invariably regulated by the federal ERISA statute because it's an, it's an employee benefit. Got it. Okay. And so the federal ERISA statute provides for very intricate rules about having to appeal claims denials mm-hmm. and, and terminations. The law is really set up to favor the insurance companies, which I'm sure is shocking uh, in America. But uh, it's a very complex area of law. It's very difficult to do. Most lawyers don't know anything about it. Most people who whose claims are denied don't even realize that they desperately need an attorney for the appeal right. because they don't get a chance to have a trial on the back end. I mean, every other area of law, right. if somebody screws you, you can go to court and, yeah. and, and, and have a trial. You can take depositions. You can get discovery. In this area of law, you cannot. What? When you appeal your denial, you have to put in all of the evidence or any evidence. Technically, it's not evidence, but all of the information that you need to perfect your claim. Whoa, because, up front. Because what happens is when you go to court, the judge pretends that the administrator of the claim, which is usually the insurer that's, that is determining your claim and has to pay, Unreal. obviously conflicted, so that when you they pretend that, that that person's like an administrator, almost like an administrative agency like uh, the Social Security Administration, and so what they do is all they do is review what the administrator the record before the administrator and decide whether or not the administrator's decision was reasonable. Ugh. The next piece of the puzzle is is there are plenty of people who make a good living doing this area. I, I in particular, we're in Northampton, which is, is, is kind of out of the way. Right. Uh, and it's, um, it's just kind of difficult to bring in clients. I'm not the kind of person who likes to market myself. I'm really extroverted, but I absolutely hate doing things for money. Right. Like, I don't want to go out there and, like, and sell myself. Right. I just, I don't like it, and so right. I'm not good at it. But wouldn't you be, like, the best thing for a mid-sized law firm to be able to call you, they don't have a specialist in-house, to be able to be like, holy shit, this thing came in, we got a guy, wouldn't that make them look good, and they could refer out to you? Like, 
Couldn't you just go hang out with a bunch of lawyers? Yeah, except then I'd be, you know what I'd be doing then? <laughs> Hanging out with a bunch of lawyers. <laughs> I'd rather be crossfitting. Next question. <laughs> All right. What do you guys think is the ultimate goal of the podcast? I mean, you guys started oh, it. Oh, end game. Yeah, like what's the end game? What What's the full expression of the podcast? My, in my wildest dreams, yeah. what I would love to happen <laughs> is someone, you know, I don't know. Bill Gates, Mark okay. Zuckerberg approaches us and say, hey, we love what you do. Yeah. Um, here's $10 million. Um, Just keep, keep, keep doing, doing it. it. Okay. All right. And in- um, But so since I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I kind of, well, not with that attitude. Well, there was a large, <laughs> there was a large Powerball drawing a couple weeks ago. Yes. And I put a lot of eggs in that basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't didn't pan out, so okay. I think we just want to keep getting the free quivers, okay, and the checks that they send, okay. Seth, that's an excellent answer. It's inaccurate. It's excellent. <laughs> yeah. He, what do you want? What's your What's your vision? There, there, there are two possible visions. Okay. Three possible visions. Okay. One is that we we as a result of this podcast, we're creating a way for for people to learn beyond what they learn in the CrossFit box and continue their learning process in a way that is kind of crowdsourced and decentralized. Yeah. That to me is a, and, and, and an additional social extension. Yes. Which is why we, we're starting to do things like, um, like the CrossFit quiz with Seth. I'm, fascinated and learning about CrossFit and asking Seth about it and it's hysterical but we're also kind of learning yeah uh, so I like that I like that element that's one that's one second uh, I, I think that there's kind of an element of car talk that we're doing yes that there's sort of a possibility that we go in that direction where like people are, are asking us questions and we're giving ridiculously stupid answers and then maybe somebody learns something along the way yeah yeah so uh, that's maybe another kind of direction it's going in. Yeah. Uh, and then third is sort of almost like a like a like a talk show format where we've, you know, we talk some crap and then we bring in a guest and chat with a guest and then we've got like little special things that happen, you know, oh now we're gonna do rapid fire, now we're gonna do this. Uh, and it kind of might have that view because at the end of the day, there are a zillion podcasts and just sort of talking about bullshit that's not connected to any other episode or anything doesn't Ultimately, we're just like everybody else at that point. Right. Um, certainly the fact that we're, I think we're funny, uh, kind of yeah. makes us stand out. But to, to my mind, is that's my vision or, set, or, or possibility of visions going forward. I like it. I will tell you guys that as a listener, especially because I'm not wadding a lot right now, it feels like I'm, it's been the, it's been the end of a wad and you guys are having like that sort of like water cooler conversation with people that have really interesting perspectives. And it's really nice. It's for people who don't have a CrossFit community or who miss their CrossFit community. I think this feeds that really, really nicely. And I'm always That's good to hear. very yeah, excited cool. when a new episode comes out and feel connected to that world again. And and, um, and that's really nice. And I really appreciate it. You guys are doing a great job. And it is very funny. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like pay her. Yeah. No, no, I really, I really campaigned Ash. I was like, Ash, you got to get me on the show. That's awesome. <laughs> no, but do you have more? You probably have more ideas about where this thing is going. And I'm, I'm joking, saying it's, you know, and it's not my vision. It's our vision. Like I, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That was it. That's everything. You no, had. I was. That was it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs>
Well, I think it's something, I think it's cool that there's options. Like yeah. you guys can ebb and flow and kind of cruise in whatever direction yeah. that you guys one want the, to. One of the things that I love is that like Seth is so much smarter and so much more well-read than his personality will often <laughs> indicate. It, you know, he like We he, call that a nompliment. It's like not a compliment, but it sort of sounds like it might be. It's like I'll take it. Seth, <laughs> <laughs> Any press is good press. Any press is good press. No, I, I, I didn't mean it that no, way. I, <laughs> I didn't. I, I Anyway. Next question. Well, let, why don't we do this? Okay. I, I, unless you... No, you no, you can... Uh, we, we can carry on. I appreciate that you have to shepherd the show along so people don't fall asleep. And well, Seth is getting antsy. Stretching my calf. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. Are you stretch cramping? Stretch it out. Are you... You're not doing keto anymore, are you? No. Okay. All right. Not let's... Yet. Let's... This is quiz, Seth quiz number two, and the way I like to do this is is the guest is on my side. Oh, We're not okay. quizzing the guest. The guest, okay. when the guest comes on the program, the guest is in 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 a protected, comfortable zone. We want really? them to feel to be feel much very like a child safe. in the like amniotic. <laughs> Yeah, like that avocado. Yeah, that was really good, like that yeah. avocado. Yeah. So I you, feel a little like somebody put the plates up and then smashed against them. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you like need that. to scoot a little this okay. way because you want to see oh, this. Okay. Yeah. You know, what we're doing I love right how you have this, uh, the whole CrossFit level four. Level one. Printed out. Yeah. The, Tony, the, would you, are you ever thinking of taking your certification or this is purely for... Purely for your show. Well, we're going to find out if Seth's going to get his level one right now. Okay, All right. Here we go. Don't tell. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't answer that question. Uh, Seth. That's a yes. I'm going to ask. listeners, you. he's nodding vigorously that yes, he's going to take his level one. We're going to ask him. We're going to ask him some questions. <laughs> I think it's important to understand CrossFit. CrossFit. Seth, what's the aim of CrossFit? The aim? Yeah. What's its aim? To look good on the beach. <laughs> Correct. That's what. Why, what else would it be? Well, it, I'm just saying it might be a broad, general, and inclusive fitness. It might be that they tried to build a program that would best prepare trainees for any physical contingency. What does that mean? For the un, prepared for the unknown and unknowable. I feel right, like but, this is a repeat question, though, because you guys, he talked a lot about functional fitness in the last couple of episodes, and I think this question should be stricken. All right. We'll strike it from the record. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's the CrossFit prescription? Fair. That's a good Prescription? Question. Yeah. What's the prescription? Um, hydration, <laughs> ibuprofen, <laughs> mobility, strength. Five times a week. Strength. And then on the bottom, on the very, the very <laughs> top and the very small portion should be cardio. <laughs> But no aspect of functional movements is more important than their capacity to move large loads over long distances and to do so quickly. The prescription for CrossFit is constantly very high-intensity functional movement. I think that... That's what I said. Is that true? It is true. The thing that I'm interested in is the long distances part because I don't think of the heavy loads that we move being over long distances. Well, you may be right about that. See, I was right. Tony okay. threw me a bone. Yes. What's what's the method? What's CrossFit's methodology? The method? Yeah. What's the methodology? Move Not as the much method, weight. Move as much weight with as poor form as possible <laughs> for as fast as possible. Okay. Fuck. What do you think? Um, no, it's uh, no, it's not. It's entirely empirical. Oh, oh, it's empirical. Yes. Oh. Who wrote that? Meaningful statements about safety, efficacy, and efficiency, the three most important and interdependent facets to evaluate any fitness program. I actually take issue with that. Nothing says safety like deadlifting 405 <laughs> for 25 reps as fast as you can, right? All right, next question. CrossFit. What, what's the... 
What's CrossFit's way of implementation? Oh. Well, that's actually a tricky one because I think that depends on the, how things are implemented based on which type of gym you work out at, right? With yeah, poor With poor instruction from trainers mm. um, or with good instruction from trainers, people who know you and want to keep you safe. Uh, let me – let me. I think the word implementation is wrong. Let me ask it a different one. What's, what is it about CrossFit that makes it that, that – people want to want to really a want to do it and want to do it with uh intensity what is what is it that they what's what's the sauce they add in to make it so you want to go 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 better said yeah that makes you want to do it yeah it makes you want to makes you want to do your do your bring out your best in a wad um i think that they play a lot on the endorphin release Mm. that you get during a workout because doing a really hard workout releases something in your brain, right? I don't know what it is, right? But it's something, and they want you to keep... F-bombs for me. Right. I mean, so they basically try to get you hooked on your own on your own endorphins. Judge, will you accept that answer? I actually will. Yeah. I think that's a good answer. Yeah. Their answer is slightly different. They're, they they sort of talk about the competitive aspect, the sport aspect. This is in the sport, so... that Which is another reason we'd accept your answer. Last question. What what are the... What, what do you... Adaptations. Adaptations of CrossFit. You don't even know what the question is. And you want me to answer it? <laughs> I think this is basically a question about um, the controversial Sean Mansell book. Oh, okay. <laughs> Buy the numbers. Buy the numbers. Buy it on Amazon Prime now. Yep, a great book for how you can uh, build and, ad- and adapt the the movements of a CrossFit. Um, practice. Uh, I, I, I well, their their answer is our commitment to evidence based fitness, publicly pro- posting performance data, co developing the program, and our open source charter have well positioned us to garner important lessons from our program to learn precisely and accurately about the adaptations elicited by the CrossFit programming. I have a. Can I jump yeah, in? Yeah. So first of all, publicly posted. And open source are two things that are not necessarily true about CrossFit. And it's and it's hard for that to then support their empirical methodologies claim earlier in this. Right. I think that that's a, that's an that's an interesting point that they're they're they want to say that the, that CrossFit is the result of yes in their empiric that, that they're going to change CrossFit if the, if the data shows that something else works. Yes. So there one where's the data. Two, it's a privately held company. Three, they don't release any information about athletes, you know, um, anti-doping tests. Um, they don't, Injuries, you know, the you know United States Anti-Doping Agency doesn't process their things. So it's not exactly an open source for the people that they put out there. These are our CrossFit athletes. I'll accept that answer. Will you accept that answer? I will, indeed. Okay. I, will, I would just add that generally speaking, that generally speaking, like we're on the same side as CrossFit. Yes, we're agreed. All, we're we're criticizing with love. Yeah, we're criticizing internally. It's like my right. issue with CrossFit not addressing pelvic floor stuff. I'm only saying that within the understanding that we love CrossFit. Right. And I we would want not, them to address. And it, we right? want them to address it. I would not say outside of right. the CrossFit family. A and B. I think that this ideal is excellent. Mm-hmm. I would agree with the ideal. I also agree with Seth's view that it's it's not as obvious. It's a little more opaque from our perspective than it could be Agreed. given the ideal. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think we want to see financials. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to see data. Like, I would love to see data. How did Seth do today? What's his grade? 
<clears throat> I'm giving you a B plus. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm giving C's you a B plus. I actually think that a B plus student. Um, this is something I stole from my husband, but a B plus student is the best kind of student because it means that you're taking school seriously, but you're also living your life. Mm-hmm. I is that was, because he was a B plus student. He was a no. He was a straight A student, as was I. But that's childhood Losers. wounding. Yeah, we were totally desperate for. Yeah. Is that why I was a straight A student? <laughs> <laughs> well, they also, you guys were in a cult. Yeah. So. Yeah. Separate ones. But separate yeah. cults. Yeah, separate cults. How you two came together. It's just... <laughs> I know we met at summer camp. Well, Kylie, this has been. I it's can't been believe... something. Wait a second. These are typed questions for your last guest. And these are the questions that I have. <laughs> They're like scribbled on a piece That's of paper. How all, the typed guest questions. Um, you didn't write those. No, Ash. Wrote oh, those. okay. And the rapid fire. Yeah, those were from Ash. This is how That's I. That's okay. his chicken scratch. Where are my rapid fire questions from Ash? Ash, you're not invited to Thanksgiving. This All right. Bullshit. So what we learned today <laughs> is that the pelvic floor can be healed, and Ash is not invited to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Thank Santa you. This Plus. has been great. Yeah. Thank Very you. informative. Um, <laughs> Learning that all the PP that's been all over the floor and the GHG machines is all optional. It's optional. Mm-hmm. And I will provide lots of links and resources to go into the forthcoming show notes. And anyone can find me. on. I'm online. And Should we put your um, where to find you? Sure. I, the best place to find me is I'm is on LinkedIn, Kylie Feldman on LinkedIn. Um, oh. But You'll I put a link in the show notes. You can, yep, and you can also find me on Instagram. Although I will tell you that my Instagram is just basically photos of my kids, unsolicited photos of my kids, which is what it says on it, and it's private. <laughs> oh, and it's private. I should maybe change that in case people want to stalk me. One quick thing: do you have, do you think that maybe some of these people are peeing because they like to pee? <laughs> You know what? I think it's possible that it's very freeing to just pee wherever you want. I'm jealous of men who get to pee in bushes and and have much more so liberating. Yeah, it seems and like piss in a bottle in a car. Like that seems like it could potentially That's be overrated. fun. Is it? Yeah. Okay, but I don't think you should have to wear a set of Depends to come to the gym and have a good workout. I think the squat train is leaving skinny town is what I think. All right. All right. Thanks for having me, you guys. Thank you. We'll probably have lost this and we'll need you to come back. (laughs) We'll we'll see you next time. It would be my pleasure. See you next time. Okay, bye. (laughs)